Hello and welcome to the Weird Around Illinois podcast. Today we're going to take a look at some of the various comments we've received. Uh, we've told you many times, we love it when you comment, we love it when you subscribe. Um, so, you know, we don't always get a chance to respond to all of them, and when we do respond, we don't always get all three of our thoughts in the response. So, we're going to address particularly the comments on our Dogman podcasts and videos today, just because we have so many comments overall, we felt it would be better to break them out. So, we'll start with the long podcast on the Dogman of Elk Grove Village, our visit to Elk Grove, and some of the comments that you left for us there. So, first one I'll mention is one by Wan. Um, he says, also in McHenry County, I was driving home from work around midnight. I saw what I could only describe as a timber wool, or, or an Irish wool, and walking into a cornfield. This was quite strange. I agree, that's pretty strange, because yeah. neither of those are native to the Elk Grove area. Yeah, it's weird. And not, I'm not sure the differences between a timber wolf and Irish wolf. There's probably some visual differences, but he didn't really say, like, by walking, does that just mean with, like, four paws? That's a really good point. He didn't specify. Yeah, I, I, I would assume since he identified it as a wolf, not a dog man, yeah. I'm kind of leaning toward it walking on all fours, but, you know, he didn't really specify. You see... You see a timber wolf walking on two legs. To me, that's a dog man. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a couple other nice comments. Uh, we, we got a lot of people just showing support for for our podcast and kind of welcome, welcoming us to the community, like from Lulu and the Happy Warhammer guy. Are you guys familiar with Warhammer? No. No. Okay. It's before your time. It's it's for us OG <laughs> gamers from from way back when. Back when you know playing a game meant that you had to like buy six different rule books and some maps and modules and paint miniatures and all that other good stuff. But fun game. Um, and uh, I'm glad he's following us. Uh, we had a comment from Nancy. Um, I think you wanted to talk about that one a little bit. Yeah. So it says. Is a dog man in this city any different from a coyote hiding out in the industrial parks? The answer is no, except that dog man is smarter. Hmm. Well, a couple of things. Dog man is probably a little bit bigger well, than a yeah. coyote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get what she's trying to say here, which is that, you know, there's no... If, if coyotes hang out in industrial parks and such, you know, and, and that close to humans, there's no reason why Dogman couldn't either. Yeah. Uh, but to your point, Dogman is much bigger than a coyote, so I would think if he's constantly hanging around these businesses, then somebody's going to see him. Right. I just hear Dogman, like, hiding out in forests and stuff more than industrial parks. Not unknown, but... Yeah. It, it, was, it was odd in Elk Grove because we, we had that forest next to the industrial park. Yeah. <laughs> so, As I said in that podcast, I think, it was like right in between. It was pretty weird. Yeah. He is right about a dog man probably being a little bit more intelligent. Definitely. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. So we have a comment from AF who says, 
Dogmen are 100% seasonally migratory. Large predators need to keep moving to stay fed and not deplete game stocks. I think that's a very logical point, and as I've mentioned before, that's a theory that I agree with, um, to the point that I've actually been working on a map trying to chart Dogman sightings seasonally to see, you know, which which areas he seems to be hanging out in at which time of year. That would help us get a pattern almost sometimes. Mm-hmm. Might help. Yeah. Another comment we have from Kyogasita. Uh, it says it's probably they because they always seem to be in small or even large packs. Um, interesting point there because. Most dogman encounters that I've seen on cryptid shows or read about in, in the various you know sighting websites, they are solo. But um, I have noticed on some YouTube channels that people are talking about pack dogman encounters. Yeah, I wonder if some people see just like one, but they may have missed like a whole bunch of others, maybe in the woods. Yeah. Definitely possible. I mean, if I saw a seven-foot werewolf-looking thing coming at me, I'm, I'm not immediately thinking, wow, are there more with them? Yes. <laughs> Starts to look. Starts turning on a flashlight looking around. Yeah, it. exactly. So probably probably an astute observation there. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. There, there may be packs of dogmen out there. There's another one from Wan. Um, it says, In McHenry County, I've seen a mountain lion. That that seems uh, pretty mysterious. Well, you know, there have been sightings of those around here. Um, there was the the infamous one that got shot by the police in Chicago, like seven or eight years ago. They they put like eighteen bullets into this poor thing. Wow. Why? Um, <laughs> well, I I I'm guessing most Chicago police hadn't seen a mountain lion before, and you know, figured it was a danger to people and. Uh, and just unloaded on it. Um, Must have been having a bad day. Yeah. But there have been sightings as far north as Glencoe, and certainly into southern Illinois, there are a lot of mountain lion or cougar sightings. Uh, We had a comment from Sturgemain, who asked how he could get in contact with us because there's an area around Barrington that he'd like to show us. Now... We've contacted him and kind of been back and forth a little bit, but we never quite got to that area of Barrington he was going to tell us about. So, George Main, if you're out there, you you have our email. You know, please get back to us. We're, we'd love to investigate. Yeah. There's one from Joshua. He says, Elk Grove Village too? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've seen... Many sighting reports in Elkro Village. So a lot of them have just disappeared. Dogman is just traveling really far. Yeah. You know, Elkro Village. You know, I would almost reverse that comment and say, Dogman too? Jesus Christ! Because Elkro Village seems to have everything else. I mean, there have been Mothman sightings and alien sightings and ghost sightings. It's it that's really a hotbed of activity there in Elk Grove Village. So uh, Ed says, "Okay, people, I live in Elk Grove Village. There is no Dogman. Sorry to disappoint you. Kind of the, the counterpoint to what we were just <laughs> talking about." Um, to Ed, I would say this: um, I live in a neighborhood. 
and there are a couple neighbors in this neighborhood that I'm sure I've never seen before. Um, you know, just never been outside when they came out of their house, never drove by when they were cutting their lawn, whatever. And I've been here, you know, over 20 years. That does not mean those neighbors don't exist. It means that I haven't seen them. So the fact that you live in Elk Grove Village and haven't seen Dogman, I don't think gives you the right to say that there is no Dogman. And then we come to a, a comment that we actually made that was supported by a bunch of you. Um, R.I.P. Linda Godfrey. We found out about Linda's death literally the day after we posted our Beast of Bray Road podcast. And it crushed me. It absolutely crushed me because I, I felt like like Linda was a neighbor or an aunt or something like that. I, I had seen her on so many shows and and listened to her on podcasts and read some of her stuff. And, you know, we even had it in our head that we would love to make her like the first guest on our podcast because she's, you know, Midwestern and again, seems so nice and so approachable. And it, it just destroyed me to hear that, that she was no longer with us. Yeah. It was really, it was really kind of heartbreaking the fact that that happened like almost one or two days after that video was posted. Yeah, I just happened yes. to happened to be searching like Beast of Bray Road. I think I was scrolling down on Google and I just happened to see like an article talking about uh, Linda Godfrey's death, and it was just so sad. Yeah, definitely. So, uh. Daniel mentions that he'd driven up and down Bray Road a couple times, wanted to pull over and look, but he's told that the neighbors watch really closely and, and don't like outsiders staying too long. Uh, they, he advised us not to go on anyone's property, that he would still like to observe the area more. Yeah, we were very, very cognizant of that when we went through there. Um, we didn't drive on anybody's property. We didn't park in front of anybody's house. Um, the only places we stopped and actually looked around were public access areas. Yeah. Um, because, well, and this is true not just of Bray Road, but anywhere. You, you have to be respectful of people's property and understand that while it's a cool place with a cool story, you know, people live here. And then one of my favorite comments that I've heard on any of our podcasts so far from Greg. WTF, 17 minutes I will never get back. 17 minutes to say we ate at Fred's. Try having a story next time. Well, Fred, I'll tell you this. There's nothing I would love more than to give a podcast where I explain that we found Dogman and Dogman chased us and we ran for our lives and we probably would have died if it weren't for the fact that Mothman swooped in and dropped a Bigfoot on top of them and the two fought to the death while we escaped narrowly with our lives. The fact is that didn't happen. And the one thing I promise all of you is that you're never going to hear anything on this podcast that didn't happen. So, you know, we're going to keep looking and we're going to keep searching seriously for real evidence and real creatures and not just come up with garbage to entertain you. Yeah, you know, we we've we've seen a lot of uh different shows that might be fake and have like exaggerated uh kind of parts and we want to avoid that that's so, our main goal yeah yeah stay true 
And it, and we try to keep it interesting by talking about things like the great food we discovered along the way or the cool dogman statue that we see or things like that because there aren't always going to be these blockbuster bits of evidence that we come up with. But you know what? If you stick with us, you might be with us that first time when we do find something significant. And then you'll be able to go back to people like, like Greg who aren't following us anymore and say, boy, I bet you wish you saw this. Yeah. Now we're getting into the um, shorter podcast we did on where did Dogman come from. So, uh, someone says, I'm 65 years old, and on my, on my ninth birthday, I came face to face with this freak, along with my brother, who, sh who just happened to be one of the one who saw it first. If my brother hadn't screamed at me and warned me, I... I wouldn't be here. It's a pretty scary story. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I go back and forth on these these dogman close encounter stories because on the one hand I'm thinking, you know, it doesn't appear that dogman's ever actually hurt anybody, but then I think, well, maybe that's because they're not alive to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Then there's another one. Um, by Mike, I believe, says, I believe these things are ancient, probably coming out of hollow earth or underground. I I can see where he's coming from. Well, I, I, I definitely agree with him that they could be ancient. I mean, if Dogman exists, then you can go all the way back to ancient Egypt and see the, the pictures of Anubis and see that there's always been this half-man, half-dog type creature in mythology. Um, in terms of them coming out of the ground, well, I can't, I can't support or refute that point. I mean, if by coming out of the ground he means maybe they live in cave systems, well, certainly a lot of the places they're sighted have caves. But um, if he believes there's like some lost civilization of Middle Earth under under our own civilization, well, I'll need a little more evidence for that one. But I try to stay open-minded. Yeah. I mean, humans, they probably haven't discovered, like, a whole lot of underground of Earth. No. Uh, with how big it is, so it could be a possibility. Patrick uh, said that conspiracies are only for the ones who haven't seen any cryptids, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think he's trying to say that, you know, once you see something, it stops being a conspiracy and it becomes fact. Yeah, yeah. Except it doesn't mean you can't have conspiracies about where it could, could have came from. True, true. And he actually left us a chain of comments here, and they they seem to be escalating to the fact that I was starting to worry if he was okay, um, because he he then describes Dogman as eight foot long, large, massive head, greenish yellow eyes. Um, and then he goes on to to ask uh, how many people have seen the creature in your life. I'd like to know how many of you have the crust to say I've seen. And then he leaves this cryptic comment of seventh. And I'm trying to figure out if that means that he's seen seven dogmen or, you know, that the seventh one just approached him right now, or he suddenly stops commenting after that. And I don't think we see him again. So I'm, I'm a little worried about Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Later we get a comment from someone named Angel. 
who goes into the history of Dogman. Uh, because of my Irish and Norse ancestry, I believe werewolves are definitely real. And he or she talks about the uh, werewolf clans of Ossery, um, lots of Norse and Irish mythology. The point is that, uh, you know, Angel's point is well taken. There is a lot of mythology about these creatures that goes back a really long time. And when you have something like this that keeps recurring throughout history, it makes you believe there has to be some sort of grain of truth to it. Somebody saw something that makes them say, oh, this, these, these things exist. And not just once, but throughout history. So next one is by Bree, I think. Um, these things are absolutely 100% real and are being seen, ar seen around the world, including many sightings in the UK where I'm from, going back hundreds of years. Interesting. Um, I don't doubt that. I think I've heard a lot of sightings from the UK. Yeah. Um, I think all around the world, like you said. Yeah. Very true. Those kind of sightings kind of provide evidence that there could be multiple dogmen, because, like, assuming that dogmen can't really swim that far. Mm-hmm across from USA all the way to the UK. That's mm -hmm. true. I don't think that would be possible. Yeah, yeah, that, that, see, that kind of lends credence to my werewolf theory, because it would be pretty easy for a man to cross from the UK to America and then change into werewolf form after he's here. So That's also a possibility. Yeah. But, who knows? Um... I found it interesting when we had our Dogman or Origin of Dogman discussion or Dogman versus Werewolf discussion, a lot of people were really impressed to hear us say, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that that's one thing we're real clear on here. Uh, we're not experts. You know, we don't consider ourselves to be the foremost expert on Dogman or Mothman. We're learning just like everybody else. And... We are keeping an open mind, both to what people tell us and what we see for ourselves, because I feel like that's the best way to get the truth. Self-elected. Uh, he brought out the, the obscure word for us. He said, so they are cynocephaly, which, you know, I pride myself on my vocabulary, but I had to look this one up. Um, this is a basically a, a dog head on a human body, which... He's close, but not exactly Dogman. I mean, it's a humanoid body, but definitely not a human body. It's covered in hair. It's, it's got you know different musculature. It's got claws. So you know, certainly, certainly in the same family, but I don't think it's technically cynocephaly. German was nice enough to warn us to be aware of our surroundings and to arm ourselves. These, these things have a strange way of finding people who are looking for them. You know, good advice. Uh, we certainly don't want to be caught alone and unarmed near a dog man. Um, you had a couple of comments. I'll pass these to you on the music from AD and Steve. Oh, yeah. So on the um, Elko Village video, he said, Love the music just after you got food. LOL. Who was that? Uh, that was me. Um, I appreciate the the compliment. Um, I tried to make it a little bit, little bit funner. 
It's just us getting food, but I kind of <laughs> made it a little bit more upbeat. Yeah, we each have different duties on these podcasts, and they vary a little bit from from each one. But it's it's always nice to get a shout out on whatever specific thing we worked on. Yeah. Now Raymond dared us to go fish at Bussy at night. Um, so you know I I'm always up for a good dare, and I love to fish. So yeah, we'll you know, have to do that at some point. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go fishing there and and basically fish until the forest preserve kicks us out. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the place closes at dusk, but I do have some connections. So who knows? Maybe I can get us in there a little bit later. Prismatic light pods had something to say. Yeah. So they said dogmen. I've been seen digging graves. I'm not sure where you got that from. Digging graves for what? Like a fallen family member that was maybe hunted down at some point? Or do they mean digging up graves? Oh, digging up graves. I, I don't know. And if they're digging up graves, that kind of leads into, you know, our discussion before about our dogmen, the hellhounds that people see in cemeteries. Yeah. Because there always seems to be a cemetery close by when there's a dogman site. Yeah. Or maybe they just like chewing on human bones. I don't know. Yeah. These comments could be very random because they're from the short. Right. So, um, the next one says, uh, it's by JP. Um, I used to live down Bray, down Bray Road within 30 miles from me. I drove down Bray Road several times that night. All different mood, moon phases and I never seen anything but deer. But I have had friends that said they have seen things that looked like large huskies without a horse close around. That sounds or without a house close around. That sounds pretty similar to our investigations. Yeah. We, we hear a lot of rumors and just try and hunt those down, but don't end up seeing anything too crazy. Yeah, it's so much about being in the right place at the right time. We just got to keep trying to put ourselves in the right place. Yep. Yeah. Um. Says it couldn't. Couldn't pay me to go there full moon or not. This was again for Grey <laughs> I can't blame them. No, no. Although I will say, we've now been in creepier places than Bray Road. I, I, Bray Road felt relatively relatively welcoming compared to some of the other places we've seen now. Yeah, that's true. And our final comment on the shorts was from Opium Girl, who just left us hearts and paw prints, which I think means that she loves Dogman or uh, something along those lines. So probably like a very one of those very true Dogman fans. And we love those because we're true Dogman fans as well. Yeah. So thank you for all of your comments, and uh, please continue to leave them for us. And. We hope to continue to bring you content that you enjoy. So if you do enjoy it, please remember to subscribe and thank you for listening.